Hey, thank you for listening to the Reclaim Media Weekly Podcast. To stay up to date with all of our blogs, our podcasts, and our YouTube videos, you can subscribe on our website, reclaim.media. Now enjoy this message. Last week we talked about the fact that you have a direct impact on the culture of your social group. If you want to watch that video, I'd suggest you watch it before you continue on with this one. But the truth is that you do impact the group around you. Whatever church you're a part of, whatever ministry you're involved in, whatever business you're in, no matter what group it is, you have a direct impact on the culture of that group. And so what's important in our lives is that we live a healthy life with a healthy culture. We live with a godly culture in our own life so that we can have a direct positive effect on the group that we're a part of. If we want our church and our home and our business to be spiritually healthy, then we should be spiritually healthy within our own lives. So what are, what are some things that we should develop in our own life to develop a healthy culture? There are three, three things that I want to talk to you about today. Number one is we should all develop in our own life a culture of prayer. In Ephesians chapter 6, verse 18, it says, Pray in the Spirit at all times and on every occasion. Stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere. Matthew 26, 41 says, Keep watch and pray so that you will not give in to temptation, for the Spirit is willing, but the body is weak. Luke chapter 5, verse 16 says, But Jesus often withdrew to the wilderness for prayer. A prayer life should be a part of our individual culture. There's two different types of cultures that we can develop within our life. We can develop a culture of a flesh-led culture or a spirit-led culture. If we want a spirit-led culture, then we should develop a lifestyle of prayer. If we want a flesh-led culture, then we will consistently listen to what our flesh wants and what the world desires for us. I want a spirit-led culture, so therefore I want to develop a prayer life. If I want to have an impact in a positive way on the group around me, on, on the church that I'm a part of or the ministry that I'm involved in, then I must be a person of prayer and so should you. A prayer life aligns us with the will of God. It helps us to understand what He wants for our lives, the things that we should do so to walk in that obedience. It helps us to hear His voice clearly. And the truth is this is is my prayer life wasn't always that great. And when my prayer life wasn't that great, I ran into many problems and issues that I could have avoided if I just had a prayer life. Again, you can look back on a couple of videos and prayer is simply communication with God. Prayer is talking to the Lord. But when is the last time you set aside time to develop a prayer life? Now, oftentimes we go to prayer when things are bad, when we need something. And there's not, ne- it's not necessarily just a bad thing. Anytime you go to prayer is a good time to pray. But we should develop a lifestyle of prayer. If we want a healthy culture within our own lives, then we have to develop a culture of prayer. So what does your prayer life look like? Are you praying every day? Are you praying consistently? Are you devoted to prayer? Or is prayer just something that happens on rare occasions in your life? We should develop a culture of prayer. Prayer is so significant. If Jesus had to withdraw himself for prayer, how much more do we? It's so arrogant as Christians to think that we can live a life for God and not have a lifestyle of prayer. If Jesus had to pray, we also need to pray. Prayer is a weapon. It helps us to fight against temptation. It helps us to fight against the lies and the attacks of the enemy. So if we want to develop a healthy culture in our own life, then we should develop a culture of prayer. So number one, a culture of prayer. Number two, a culture of speaking life. How do you respond when, you're, when you run into troubles? How do you respond when things in your life are not going the way that you want them to go? 
Do you constantly complain about them? Or do you speak life into your issues? Do you speak life into your struggles? Do you speak good things about your own personal life, the things that God has given you? Are we complainers or do we speak life? How do we respond to the troubles? How do we respond, do we respond to struggles in our lives? Romans chapter 5, verse 3 through 4 says, We can rejoice too when we run into problems and trials, for we know that they help us develop endurance, and endurance develops strength of character, and character strengthens our confident hope of salvation. So if scripture is telling us right here that we can rejoice in our in our in our problems in our trials, then that means that in every situation no matter what we're going through, we can speak life. We can be encouraging. We don't have to always be complaining about everything that we're going through. You know, when if you're struggling in your marriage, it doesn't help to say that things will never change. It doesn't help to say things about your spouse like, oh, they will always be like that, and, and it's always been like that. Maybe we need to start speaking life into our marriages, into our relationships, into our ministry, into our church, into our situations. Be people that speak life, not those who complain and speak death over everything. If you always say that you'll always be this way, then you probably will always be this way if you're if you're broke and you constantly say i'm always going to be broke things will never change then you probably are right about that we need to learn to speak life maybe you're going through something and instead of saying man i'm never going to get out of this you start to speak life god i know that you're going to get me through this lord i know that you're teaching me something in this god i know that you're strengthening me in this i know that you're building character in my life through this trial so instead of complaining about it we need to speak life into our situations we should have this culture not being people that always have something negative to say, have something bad to say, or always have a reason to complain. And we know those types of people. I don't want to be like that. I want to be one who speaks life constantly, who's lifting others up, who's encouraging everybody else around me. Even though I might be going through something, I'm going to speak life into others. I'm going to speak life into my situations. In Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21, it says, Death and life are in the power of of the tongue and those who love it will eat its fruits we need to be people who speak life into every situation we need to be those who develop that culture in our lives if you're a part of a church again a ministry a group that they're constantly complaining they're constantly seeing the negative things they're constantly saying something bad about what's going on maybe you could be the one who begins to speak life maybe you could be the one who begins to encourage maybe that can be you one who develops the culture of speaking life, but we can't we can't be the ones who, who bring that into the group if it's not in our own life. So we have to develop this culture of speaking life. And this also means speaking life into somebody else, being encouragers of one another, lifting each other up. First Thessalonians 5.11 says, Therefore encourage one another and build each other up, just as in fact you are doing. So we, we develop a culture of prayer, a lifestyle of prayer. If we want to help the culture around us, we have to develop a lifestyle of prayer. We have to develop a culture of speaking life into our situations, into our trials, and into those around us. And last, we have to develop a culture of listening and being obedient to the Word of God. Psalm 119.105 says, Your Word is a lamp to guide my feet and a light for my path. This is what we should develop, is a culture in our own life that when we read the Word, we're not just reading it to see what, it, what we want it to say, but to say, God, what are you speaking to me? And when he speaks those things, we have to be obedient to those things. Just like prayer, when we don't have a lifestyle of prayer, we run into a lot of, a lot of things that we can't avoid if we were to just listen to the voice of God. 
And it's the same thing with the Word of God. We can save ourselves a lot of problems if we would walk in obedience to the Word of God. This should be a culture within every believer that when God says it, we do it. That God sets the standards in our lives. That God sets His will over our lives. He speaks to us through His Word and we walk in obedience to the Word of God. Not just listening, but being obedient. Does the Word of God guide your life? Do you allow the Word of God to speak to you and to challenge you and to change you? Again, if we want to be a positive impact on the culture around us, then we have to have positive culture within our own lives. So number one, a culture of prayer. Number two, a culture of speaking life. And number three, a culture of being obedient to the Word of God. You have a direct impact on the culture of your church. Maybe God has not called you to leave it just because you don't like it. Maybe God has called you to bring a positive change. And if we want to bring a positive change, then we must develop healthy traits within our own lives. So number one, a culture of prayer. Number two, a culture of speaking life. And number three, a culture of listening and obeying the Word of God. Thanks for listening to the message. If you'd like to help us to continue to create content like this, you can sign up as a supporter on our website, reclaim.media slash donate. Thank you.